Well, hello, brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining me on this Friday. We're talking about the substance, the, the substance of power. In other words, the power is in your words, right? And faith is that substance. Faith is released by words. So the substance of power is faith being released through words. Faith is the complete confidence of someone or something. And do you know, do you know what prophecy really is? Um, New Testament prophecy, according to Corinthians, I think the uh, I think first chapter, uh, the first Corinthians, the 14th chapter. When a person prophesies, it is to speak by edification, exhortation, and comfort, right? So if you go look up those words, edification, exhortation, and comfort, that means that any of us can prophesy. Edify means simply to build up. Exhort means to release something that God is inspiring you to release. And comfort means you release words of comfort. Say, for instance, I saw this man of God. He, now, he's a real prophet that released the word of the Lord. That's different than just prophesying. He released the word of the Lord, which is strictly by inspiration, not necessarily a written word. But you can prophesy written words over people. So I watched this man of God in operation one time. And he said, get three people right. And two people, uh, two of y'all hold hands and put the third one in the middle. And just speak words of blessings on them. And then they'll switch up, put another one in the middle. Two people join hands with that third person in the middle. Can you see it? And then you just release prophetic words over them. Just declare over their life, declare over their health, declare over their finances, declare over their, um, their, their families, their generations to come. Speak words of exhortation, edification, and comfort over them. Prophesy. God wants us all to prophesy. You prophesy using words. The power over death and life is in your tongue. So we should do that sometimes in the churches. Get three people, get in groups of threes, and then two of you prophesy over the person all at once, and then two of people prophesy the other one until all three people have received prophetic ministry. Other words, just declare over them. And if they have anything in their life that they might need, you might speak into that. Hallelujah, we need to prophesy over each other daily. Exhort one another daily. See, that's in the Bible. Exhort one another daily. Other words, prophesy over one another. Let's go to Numbers, the 13th chapter, and at verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their families shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them. So he, he ain't just sending the layman, he's sending the heads of the family. Why? Because what the word of a king is, there is power. So he's telling them to send the heads of every family to go search out the land that he has already given them. Now, just because God gave you something don't mean you don't have to fight the good fight of faith. 
God has given you healing already. God has given you financial prosperity already. How many know sometimes that thing is not in manifestation? That's where the good fight of faith come by using your words because your words is that substance. Hallelujah. Verse 25. Let me make sure that's a five. Yeah. And they return from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went, this, this numbers, 13. Now we have 26. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us. And surely it flowed with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Now that right then they saying, Amen. Hallelujah. God has given us a good land. Praise God. Nevertheless, now these are rulers of the family, heads of the family. Remember that, because people listen to the, those heads of the family. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. Now, did God tell, ask them how strong they was? And the cities are walled. Did God ask them where, where the cities wall? And very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Did God ask him who was there? And Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. So they went over there and checked it out. So, you know, they was coming, they was getting ready to start with this negative report there. Nevertheless, that means they about to speak unbelief. See, words are extremely powerful. Now watch, two of them had the spirit of faith. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. And said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Now, you notice how Caleb said that he and we was well able. And the rest of them was focusing on who lived there, how big they was, and this and that, and so forth and so on. Listen closely. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. Now, the minute he said that, he was whooped. The, the minute they said they're not strong, that's when you got whooped. Because the power over death and life is in your tongue. When Caleb spoke faith, he spoke victory. When the other guy spoke defeat, that's when he was whooped. Your words either give you the victory or it defeats you. See? They, see, look. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Now you got Caleb saying one thing, this other booger, they say the men, I guess all of them, all of them saying the opposite. Now Caleb and Joshua spoke faith, but those other boogers spoke unbelief. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eat it up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great statue. 
And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so were we in their sight. Now, God never told them that in their sight there was grasshoppers. And he never told them that they should look at themselves as grasshoppers. So you should not look at yourself with an inferiority complex. You should not look at yourself with a defeatist attitude. You should look at yourself as a king and priest. You should say over yourself that I'm strong, that I'm more than a conqueror. The Bible says that. The word of God teaches that you're more than a conqueror. They needed that word right then. They needed to confess like Caleb that we're more than conquerors, that we're well able to go up. Well, in the 14th chapter, see, God loves faith. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt? Or would God that we died in the wilderness? And wherefore have the Lord brought us up into this land to fall by the sword? Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. That our wives and children should be a prey, were it not better for us to go to return into Egypt. And they said to one another, let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. Let's drop down in Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. They rent their clothes and all this kind of stuff. And what ended up happening, the Lord got mad at them because they wouldn't speak faith. And he let all of them die in the wilderness, just like they said. But he didn't let that happen to their children because they was too young to speak unbelief. Caleb and Joshua, they were old and they took the children in the promised land. Be blessed.